This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Drafted in 1988 in the 62nd round, the 1390th pick overall. Today, he calls Cooperstown home. Mike Piazza, welcome to the Hall of Fame. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. What's wrong with me? Why do I feel like this? All right, 11.02 on The Fan. Tiki and Tierney show. I got a little theory on Derek Carr, Tiki. Would you like to hear it? Yes. Okay. Let's hear it. So, uh, as we know, the uh, the Raiders have to have three days after the Super Bowl mm-hmm. to determine what they're going to do with Carr. If they don't cut him within the three days, which they obviously will, yep. uh, that's a thousand percent that's going to happen. They're on the hook for X amount of money. Not going to happen. So, here we are. Now, when he went down to the Saints facility, and we talked about this last week, they didn't agree on specific comp, as Ian Rappaport told us. But they agreed on comp parameters, if you will. Yes. So there was a basic understanding. Okay, if he likes what he sees and he's and he wants to sign with you guys, we're in the neighborhood. We'll get the deal done. Probably a third rounder ish, right in that neighborhood, something like that. Uh, and then he'll be a saint, and we'll move on. We'll get our compensatory pick, whatever, or uh, we'll get our comp, right? So I believe, first of all, like if I was advising Carr, I would say there is no way. You should take a trade until you determine what happens with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. Yes, of course. Because if Aaron Rodgers, who knows what he's going to emerge like after three or four days of darkness. I still think he's coming here. <laughs> but until he signs, you don't know. Yes, that's right. So, so Derek, think about this. Think about if Rodgers retires. Not likely, but you never know. Stays with the Packers. Eh, somewhat plausible. Good, right? Or just prefers the Raiders. Or something. Possible, yeah. right? The Jets are without him. Which means the Jets, out of sheer desperation, given the obvious disparity in talent between Carr and Garoppolo, would have to go for the bank for Carr. Yeah. And overreact, and Carr knows that. Yeah, and so a trade doesn't do him any good because it limits his earning potential. Correct. Whereas if he's free and he can go wherever, it's whoever wants to pay me the most. And it could go on forever. Because think, like, again, why would he sign, if he agreed to it, and let's say it happened with the Saints. I don't know, officially yeah. the calendar's all whacked out in the NFL, but they agree the term's going to be a Saint. But we have no idea what Rodgers is going to do. Mm-hmm. What, how does it behoove anybody to enter a market 
with the biggest fish still unaccounted yeah, for, the, that will directly impact what you get. Yeah, the only reason that Derek Carr would have signed with the Saints is if they were going to trade for him and then give him like $50 million. Yeah, no, I get that. Like, just, unless but they, that wasn't happening. Of course it wasn't happening because the Saints aren't that team. They're and not, he's not that guy. I, I, you're right, but they're not ready to be that team. You know what I mean? They're not a – I mean, maybe they – maybe because the South is so weak right now, the NFC South with the Carolina and, and Atlanta and, and Tampa being all like, I don't know, middle, middling and below. Yeah. Maybe. And the defense is good, so yeah, there's a shell. Maybe there's a like a little bit of something for the Saints to, yeah. to, to gravitate for, but it's not going to make them the best team in the NFC if they have Derek Carr at their quarterback. 877-337-6666. It's Tiki and Tierney. How you guys doing today? Anybody shaking off some cobwebs from too much drinking? <laughs> I had one drink yet. I don't drink during the Super Bowl. I told you that. Yeah. Had one drink, ate a lot of food. Uh, and, uh, you know, it was, it was a great day. It really was. It was a fun game. I'm not even good. I, I, I always feel compelled. I want to kind of get back into the Serena stuff, but I'm not right now. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Not yet. Scott's in Manhattan. What's going on, Scott? What's up, guys? Nope. Listen, you know what? I just wish people would stop with that call. Because the guy that did it said he held it. And yeah. that wasn't the point of the game. The defense got smashed on the run. But it was the, the point of the game. We were robbed got, of a great ending. They got smashed on the run. They couldn't stop them going forward. Did anybody say anything about the call? That was a catch when the fumble when the guy turned it. That the rest didn't say anything about that, right? So listen, I mean, I know that you guys in the media should do it for this talk purposes, but that wasn't that didn't stop that didn't mess up the game. That was a good game, and the Eagles uh, they just lost. Are you talking That's about it. the Miles Sanders play? That wasn't a fumble. Yes. That wasn't exactly. a fumble. That was not what a fumble. Is it, but like you said, it's, well, it's, it's questionable. But that's what I'm saying. Nah, it's, it's I mean, by the letter of the law, it wasn't a fumble. I mean, you got to make a catch and have a football. But he didn't catch didn't. the ball. Yeah, but I'm just, I'm just saying it's just argumentative. That, that, that's what, yeah. that didn't no, stop the look, game. That's Scott, what, Scott, yeah. you're right. I mean, our job is to create something that people are going to react to, and people are reacting because this is the this the it's the it's the forward memory of this game right now. You, you know, a week from now, two weeks from now, we'll look at this in a different perspective and. We'll look at Pat Mahomes' legacy. I mean, hell, they're already talking about this. How many Super Bowls can Pat Mahomes win? And if they keep things right there in, in Kansas City, I mean, the sky's probably the limit. The difference between Pat Mahomes and Tom Brady is that Pat Mahomes is not going to is likely not going to have the luxury of Andy Reid staying around for the next fifteen years. Mm-hmm. Right? Tom had, knew he had Bill Belichick for forever. I mean, Bill Belichick seemingly is never going to quit coaching, but. The, the the real truth of this of this game was that the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy, whoever you want to give credit for offensively, grossly outcoached Jonathan Gannon and the Philadelphia Eagles defensively in the second half. Uh, they dominated them time possession in the first half. We, it was a talking point the whole the entire game, but in the second half they just could not stop at all the the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, we talked about all the the drives that they had in the first half. In the second half, they were touchdown. They had four drives. Touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. And it was like 75 yards, 60-something yards, 50-something yards. Touchdown, 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 field goal, end of game. Uh, it was just it was unbelievable how good the Kansas City Chiefs were in the second half and how inept the Philadelphia Eagles, this vaunted, maybe greatest of all time defense, because they had 70, 70 sacks in the regular season, mm-hmm. and I think like 86 by the time the division and the championship round were over, got zero pressure on Pat Mahomes. When they did, he scrambled around on a broke ankle, <laughs> had, a, had a bunch of yards rushing, set up you know, a big touchdown himself. I mean, Pat Mahomes was sublime, and the Eagles were outcoached. That's why 
the Chiefs won this game because the Eagles were out coached when it mattered by Andy Reid and the Kansas City offense. I just want to circle back to something Les Kohler, though, said. And you know, I said, I think he used the word create. You used the word create as well. I, I would challenge that and say, yeah, there are times that we do. Listen, when you talk every day, mm-hmm. uh, there's just some days, like, if it's not a real juicy topic, it's our job. And it's not always easy, quite frankly, to create something compelling. Uh, that incentivizes you to be engaged with us yeah. and our show, right? Yeah. Because if we come, we didn't create say, this though. We're yeah. reacting. No, there's a big difference. But because if we would have come in and said, "Ah, Pat Mahomes is the greatest quarterback I've seen," okay, that's debatable. But is it really? Yeah, and, but that's yeah, <laughs> true. But that's also along the lines of creating something like yes. a different conversation. Not sure it's incredibly interesting at this point the day after, but we're reacting. We didn't create. I mean, we saw a call that was on well, the lowest benign well, level questionable and on the worst level an egregious call. If you were watching this in real time, it was probably 10-20, The game is winding down. The Kansas City Chiefs are just motoring down the field. Pat Mahomes just picks up 26 yards on a scramble after Ngamakan gets held by Trey Smith, the right guard. But whatever it is, right? He scrambles down and you're like, now you're starting to calculate all right, are the Eagles going to get a shot here? Like, are they going to get a chance to get to come back and win this game after dominating for the majority of this game? Are they going to get a chance? So, in real time, it's third down, right? It's not like it's second down in this play. It's third down. Pat Mahomes has this, you know, return wheel route that Juju Smith-Schuster is running. You see it happen. The ball lands incomplete. You're like, oh, all right, we got a game now, right? This, this is this is they're going to kick the field goal, and now the Eagles get a shot. Let's see. Let's see how this thing really ends. Instead, we get a holding call, and we're just like, all right, clock's going to tick out, mm-hmm. and the Eagles are going to lose because they're not going to get another chance to get the football. I know. Like, think about the – like, I had no dog in the fight. Who cares? After the Eagles booed my brother at the beginning of the game in the Hall of Fame introduction, I said, screw the Eagles. I hope you lose. I hope you get blown out. Did I, that bother Ronde, by the way? No, he was expecting it. You okay. saw him. He was pointing no, to his back. I got you. I'm just – Remember yeah. when he took the, ball, the, the interception 92 yards? He's running down the field. Yeah. He's pointing at his back. Yeah. When they booed him, he pointed at his yeah, back. Yeah, no, I see you. Right? Barbara shut down the vet. That's all I got. That's right. But anyways, my my point is, like, that game had epic ending written all over it. No doubt. And it just felt anticlimactic on a penalty like that. Snap of a finger, it became anticlimactic. Well, because we don't – we know that Jalen Hurts is really good. And, again, you can make the case – he could have been the MVP. Like, if he doesn't fumble that and the Chiefs still win, mm-hmm. he might be the MVP. I think you're right. But we don't know his finishing prowess. Like, that moment of definition. We the Montana. We didn't have to see Marino. it. Marino. I know he didn't win the Super Bowl. But Marino yeah. late. Like, a Peyton, a Brady. We didn't see it. Yeah. Not saying he couldn't do it. Yeah. Very well might have. We just haven't seen it a lot we this were, year. Because we were they, deprived. They've dominated so much. Yep. So, we've, we haven't seen him have to come from behind in, in this kind of stage. And it would have been awesome. To see it because he's still young, he's still got a lot of growth as a quarterback. I think the team, you know, they're going to be good for a lot of years going forward. You know, unfortunately for us in the NFC East, uh, the Giants in particular. But I mean, we don't know. We got robbed of seeing Jalen Hurts be a hero, right? Yeah, not that, would, not, not that he would have done it, but Pot- yeah, potentially. But the chance to be a hero, and we, the, didn't, the, we didn't get a chance to see him do that. And the intrigue there is is really, I mean, outside of wanting to see who wins, but that's. That carries so much of the storyline these days because think about we've talked about this now for years, going back to even Tiger Phil before mm-hmm. you know Tiger just started stepping all over Phil and everybody. By the way, Tiger's playing this weekend. I saw that. Nice. Ty- Tiger who? Tiger Woo. Tiger Woo. Uh, and of course the quarterback stuff, the Montanas, the Brady's, all the things we debate on. Ruth, Mays, Hank Aaron, whomever. 
Um, it's it's really nice to be able to see how somebody responds when you know the heartbeat mm-hmm. must be fluttering quicker. Yeah, and we didn't get to see it, but you know, there's, there's nothing we could do. We're not going to cry about this for weeks here, but we will react to it uh, for a day. That's for sure. Dan's in Westbury. What's going on, Danny? Dan, what's up? All right, Dan. What's is- up, guys? Hey, what's up, Dan? Let's go, bud. Hey, how you doing? Good morning, guys. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling it a little bit yesterday myself, uh, attorney, as well. I uh, had a gotcha. couple beers and, uh, you know, ate a lot, so I'm feeling it too, but I'm still on the road working. But um, first thing I want to say is, uh, Tiki, uh, first game I ever went to as a Giants fan was your game against the Kansas City Chiefs, ironically, where you ran for well over 200 yards, yeah. and I'll never forget that. It was a, It was awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was an epic day. I mean, they're they're running back too. Who was there? Larry Johnson. Back? Larry yep. Johnson. He also had a Larry big day. Johnson. Oh, that's he had a hundred and fifty. Yeah, he had a big game. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. I remember that. And um, Larry Johnson was a beast for a couple years. Then he started getting beast. in trouble doing dumb stuff. I think he had some domestic issues. Yeah, right? It got ugly. They, with they him, got real. Got real ugly. I think he's. I think he's all right now. But, I hope so. Thank God. That's good. That's good to hear. Um, I had one question for you. And it, it, you know, I know Carl Sheffers was the referee for the game yesterday, yep. and from what I understand. When it comes playoff time, you know the referee doesn't get to have his normal crew with him. So does that? Do you mm. think that could? I mean, I would think that you'd want the referee to have all his guys with him. And I'm not saying that you know that he would have made that call yeah. yesterday at the end of the game. But I feel like that camaraderie with Sheffers and all his other guys, maybe it could have been a difference. I'm not sure. Well, but listen, do Danny, that? I don't think continuity is bad at all. I mean, especially when there's that many people. Yeah. Continuity is right. good. I think. I think it's they've a great been, thing. And they've been together for years. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, it, that, that is that is. You make a good, very good point there. The crews get shuffled up a little bit, and like in in theory, it shouldn't matter um, because the call is the call, and you have relationships um, anyways. Just because of the refereeing community, it's not that huge. Um, I think there's uh, however many teams there are. You, you you can figure out the math, but I think you know keeping a crew together should be the way to go about it. But they try to reward the best at their uh, specific positions, meaning, you know, down judge, line judge, back judge, et cetera, uh, and the referee, of course. So, I mean, I don't think it had an impact on this. I think this was just the uh, the line judge in this case, Jeff Bergman, um, making a call that he saw. The question is whether he should have swallowed that call, mm-hmm. given, the, given the circumstances of the moment. Can I just hit you with these two years from Larry Johnson? I mean, I knew they were really good. Oh, yeah, he was a stud. I, yeah, I, I didn't know. He scored 37 touchdowns yeah. on the ground in two years. Yes. And he ran both years, 1750, 1789. Mm-hmm. My goodness. And then it just, that was it. Gee, and then that was kind of it. Yeah, that was it. He also had 416 carries in 2006. And then, you know, they probably warmed down to a nub and he was shot. Yeah. You know what I love? I don't get into the commercials much. Like, I'll react to him watching with the family. Oh, I was cool. I, 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 was, I had, like, tears in one of them. Yeah. Which one was it? Tears in my eyes. The on farmer's one dog? Yes. Dog. That, that was, yes. So that so there were two. <laughs> yes, there were that two. Was the one. There were two commercials that I that I loved. I'm a crumb crying at Super Bowl. And, What's and happening? By, to by, me? They were right. They were back to back. It was right before halftime. It was right before the Eagles kicked the field goal. The last drive of the half. Uh-huh. The Eagles kicked the field goal to go up twenty four to fourteen. They were they were having this debate 
about Bud Light and Coors Light, whatever it was. There, it was a beer debate. Yeah, I have a blue moon instead. Yeah, so and thank it was like, you. this is not, this is a Bud Light commercial. I was like, no, this is actually a blue moon commercial. I was like, dude, that was clever. Yeah. That but don't was, they have to pay Bud and Coors Light for yeah, that? Yeah, I think so. But whatever. Uh, it was yeah. clever. Yeah, it, it, was, it definitely was. It, it, it was good. And I then right the, after that one, they had the farmer's dog. The tearjerker. Now, if you're a dog guy like I am and have had a dog die, that's, 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 it was like, it was grabbing your heart I strings, had man. actual tears in my eyes. Yeah. Because you see the whole, Evolution of the family yeah. and like ah oh, man, right. have a sap for that stuff. I can't help it. And the dog is gonna uh. live longer because it's eating real food. Yes, yeah, and, that's as, what it was. I'm like, well, to, well, I remember saying, I'm like, where are we going with this? Yeah, and then it was better food. Yeah. You know, extend the uh, yeah the connection with the family. Yeah, the farmer's thing dog, that, I've heard good things about farmer's dog as opposed to the kibbles, which are sapped of nutrients. Kibble some bits. Kibble some bits. Uh, it's it's actual food. It's, it's, it's like that actually made me want to look into the farmer's dog. Yeah, how much is it? I don't know. It's probably ridiculously expensive, but yeah. shouldn't you feed your dog something? It's I mean, part if you guarantee to get two more years out of it, it's yeah. part of the, like eight. Like you know, CJ, our dog, CJ gets eggs in the morning. Oh CJ God. has the best I, breakfast. I am not remotely anybody surprised. Bologna and eggs. A little That's, Chardonnay on a Friday night yeah, for her. Yeah. See what's going on. Lapping up a little bubbly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I did like too, and uh, I, I only say that as a bridge to this point because I don't really get wrapped up in the commercials except the ones yeah. that we just mentioned. I love the open. Where they've got like guidance, you're not good enough. Hey, you know, the Darius, you might well, you might want to consider something else. Jalen hurts, you cut, you yeah. this. You, uh, I loved how it showed yes. the evolution and how it's not linear who, of, who, of these athletes. Who, that was really who, uh, well done. Who narrated that? I, oh, I, they, didn't, they didn't say. No, it. they did. They did. I didn't hear it. But oh, they had their name up there. I, I think I came into it in the uh, middle of it, but I was like, "This is actually really cool." I actually, re- rewound it and yeah. watch it again. Yeah, see that, if I missed anything. That was strong. That was really cool. Hoff is telling me we have a little something here, a little breaking news in Huffy yes. Jets. The Jets hired uh, passing coordinator Todd Downing. Todd Downing. Mm-hmm. He has ties to two quarterbacks that are potentially going to be out there. Okay. Derek Carr and Ryan Tannehill. Let me just tell you something right now about this Ryan Tannehill tip here. This better not happen. <laughs> like, I'm not here to, you know, just denigrate a guy who and say that he sucks. He doesn't suck. He's a competent quarterback. He's fine. This offseason better not equate to Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> and to the amount of energy that we've devoted to this topic, if a 35-year-old Ryan Tannehill comes here without Derrick Henry, I'm going to lose it. That better not happen. Thank you for the update. Appreciate that, Huffy. Uh, Bob's in Bayside. What's happening, Bob? Yeah, before I get to my comment on the penalty, wasn't it the final giant Washington game on the final play? The Washington receiver got mugged in the back of the end zone, and they, and they yes. swallowed that win. Yes, yes, yes. That's what that it was absolutely 100%. mugged. 100%. He was absolutely mugged. Yeah. Well, even the year before, when the giant, uh, and maybe Dexter, jumped offside on the field goal. Yeah. yeah. And All actually right. didn't. I thought he actually timed it on, well, on and, the and they pen- got hosed. On the penalty, yes. The hold... Slowed down Juju for like a half a second. Yep. But what about the fact that the ball was uncatchable, was 20 yards That's beyond the It's a great point. That's a great point. Well, the reason they could get away with it, Bob, because if they would have called pass interference, then an uncatchable ball negates the pass interference. But because they called holding as opposed to pass interference, it's just uh, the hold is a hold. Well, because what you're telling people is well, if he wasn't held, it may not have been an uncatchable ball. Yeah. Well, I guess what you're saying is that they – they threw the flag before they saw where yes. the ball landed. Yes, that's exactly right. Well, in theory, they did because I think the, I don't. I don't remember seeing the flag until afterwards. So maybe it was just the angle that they were showing. But 
I don't know. I mean, some, that's just a call you swallow. That's in my point, in my estimation, because of where we were in the game. I'm like, you. you could just feel it. You could just feel what was about to happen. And we just got robbed of drama. Man, something. Like, let's say Hertz goes down and he leads him 70 plus and he punches one in. That's the greatest Super Bowl game of all time. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> and, it's, and it's a game that's already was, pretty, pretty good. And it's a game that was like. Like predicted to be about great offense, but also great. Which defense was going to step up? Was was Clark and you know these guys on the Chiefs? They were they finally going to be able to curtail Jalen Hurts and this you know Hassan Reddick was a non-factor. Didn't hear his name much at all. You know in this game and Brandon Graham, all these vets on the on the front of the Philadelphia Eagles, were they going to curtail Pat Mahomes and his banged up ankle? The answer was no. Mm-hmm. They didn't get close. So. It was it was an epic offensive game. Wasn't so much a great defensive battle. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Tiki and Tierney on the fan. We have you till two. We got Joe B in about twenty minutes. A little something on the Mets coming up as well. Then it's Carter Roberts after us at two. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan one zero one nine FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Yeah, here we go. Hey, guess who's going to join us coming up next? Who is that? Joe Beningo. Joe B. Football season's almost over. Joe Bizzle. But the Mets season's almost here. I was going to say, is he going to keep joining us during during baseball? Hey, I'll, I'll have him as long as he wants to keep coming on. I don't I think he's doing it for free, so we've got to make no, sure exactly. that he's still on. I hear, the I hear him every now and then on the weekends. You know, when I'm in the car oh, driving. Oh, Saturday mornings. Yeah, exactly. I think he does it every Saturday. He does. With so him, I, right? I hear him every every now and then. I don't always, I'm not always driving on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but when I do, I obviously it stays on in my truck. So I don't drive often, but when I do but on I Saturdays, do, I listen to Joe Beningo on the fan. I listen to Joe Beningo. Uh, but we'll have Joe coming up in a bit. So uh, I gave you a little Derek Carr stuff, obviously a ton of Super Bowl stuff. And, you know, we were having some fun, uh, fun on uh Thursday and Friday, Hoff was getting a little annoyed because I was making more. He thought I was making fun of the Mets commercial. Now, because it leaked and we got a chance to see it, and it didn't strike me as anything awesome. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, you got Brandon New. I get it. He runs to first base after a walk. He's sprinting through the halls. He's getting to the phone. There's Lindor. Got you. There's Nito. I got you. Translation, new free agent offseason pickup pitcher. I got it. I, I get it all. Uh, but I didn't think it was overly creative. Yeah. I, I did laud the Mets for spending some money and, and yeah. increasing the profile. Exactly. But I got to tell you now. It played better. It played better when I actually saw it during the Super Bowl. Why? Because of what it was surrounded by? Well, or part, just I ca- guess, kind of came out of nowhere? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. The element of surprise, even though I knew what it was, I knew it was going to be in the pregame, but I think right at the end of the first quarter, I think is when it played. Uh, and I had seen it a few times last week on social media, so I was already, I knew it was coming. But I'm like, all right, I, I get it. I, I see why Mets fans are pumped up. And, you know, my son's a Yankee fan. He goes, he goes, Mets. I'm like, what? <laughs> well, not like, you know, he's rooting for him, but he was so enthralled with something about baseball during the Super Bowl that even non-Mets fans were getting peaked. You know, it's funny. I don't know if I've ever seen a baseball commercial or really any other sport commercial during the Super Bowl. Not that I pay that close attention, but every commercial in the Super Bowl is always something that they're pimping. I feel right? like we've seen some golf ones. And maybe, even maybe Venus golf. yesterday. Maybe, maybe golf because golf. Yeah, but Venus was really. It was a, that was a good one. It was a what was that? A Hennessy or some sort of alcohol? Yeah, it, it was not Hennessy. It was um, 
It was an old school one. Yeah, oh, I, I can't remember it. it the commercial all. was great. But it wasn't about soccer, per, I mean, uh, tennis, per se. It was about more, teamwork. It's about teamwork. I think it's Remy Martin, right? Yes. Yes, yes. Remy. Yes, in like 1780s, whatever. Old school. Old school, you know, first ever edition barrel, whatever it was that she was talking about. But you very rarely see other sports commercials. Like selling tickets. Yep, yep, That's essentially yep. what they were doing in the Super Bowl. I think it's the first time it's ever happened for a New York team in our market. I can tell so you, it's smart. Sure. Especially it because New Yorkers that are watching that that Super Bowl, the Eagles Chiefs Super Bowl, I mean, do they really care? I mean, they cared it because it's a good game. They got money on the game. You got, you got exactly. things going on. Exactly. You got something, you got pools, you got, you got got something you're looking at and blah, 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 yep. blah. But what you're really talking about in New York right now, honestly, because our teams have been done since the divisional round with the Giants, is. Baseball, which is literally right around the corner. Here's what happened. It's actually really smart. Yeah, yeah. I guarantee here's what happened in thousands of homes. I mean, I don't think that's an overstatement. I don't think that it went on for 10 minutes, but you're sitting around. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. If you're at a home with a lot of people, right, mm -hmm. in our area, so you're here, you're Jersey, Connecticut, whatever, and that commercial comes into your Mets fan. Even if not everybody there is a Mets fan, you got five or six Mets fans like, oh, I can't wait for the oh, with the, and you like, you talk about the Mets for two minutes, you get energized, but that's two more minutes than you would have talked about if there was no commercial. That's a good point. It just kind of creates that thread of, uh, of excitement, and you should be excited because, uh... Our newsbreaker, we have Tiki, who broke mm -hmm. the sale of Stevie Cohen back in the day. Yep. And we have Boomer. Uh, Boomer is uh, is quite the newsbreaker. Keith Hernandez will be back, That's according right. to the Booms in SNY. Good. Love it. I don't know why it took so long, but good. Because well, Wilpon was cheap again. That's why it took so long. That's, hey, that's the answer. Really, was it really? Yes. Or was Keith, like, asking for, I need a million dollars? Oh, he's getting a million dollars for this. <laughs> I don't think he's getting uh, I don't know. How many games does he do? Well, he's got to I mean, be making a million Got to be. I mean, Hoff, don't you think Keith's it's the, making it's a million the, bucks? The question, I think it's, yeah, the, I question, think he's the question is how much does S&Y make, right? Because that, that's really how you determine it. That's why Tony Romo makes so much money, because CBS makes it. 100%. Like a ton. It's like a rounding error. I get it. But to me, that was just an, an odd optic. I mean, it's the middle of February. Camp is upon us here. And a guy like this generation's, mm -hmm. you know, of course, I had Rizzuto, Rizzuto yeah. who was a little bit not off color in terms of being crass, but was just so uninterested in being the like the the prototypical. I gotta go. Traffic's busy. I'm getting on the George Washington Bridge. Finish up the game, see. For it's the sixth inning. I'm leaving. Yeah. He just did the cannolis. Like we need that. It keeps the the interest. And Keith, 
I love Roddy, analytical, great team, Cohen, fantastic. Keith gives that booth juice. Yeah. He gives that booth the soul. Yeah. He's the soul of the broadcast, that's a, in that's, my opinion. That's a good point. That's a that's a very good point. Because it makes it feel like you got a family member in there yeah. calling the game. Not that you're, you know, feel like he's your family, but you know what I mean? It's so familiar. Yeah, well, it's, and he can fluctuate between, say, cantankerous and affable. Uh, <laughs> which, by the way, in, in, which, which is exactly how family members five are. Five pitches. Which is exactly how family members are. That's true. Right? How much juice does Derek Jeter bring to Fox? Mm. You know, it's funny. Tiki asked me about that um, when we came in this morning. And I I don't think he brings a ton of juice anywhere. I I, I just don't. I've said that. I mean, hell, did you hear him making the pick? You know what he said? He was trying. They, they ask him a simple question. What are you liking the game he today, has Derek? No dog in the fight. Yeah. Literally, no dog. Who gives a crap about Philly? Who cares about the Kansas City Chiefs? If you're if you're Derek Jeter, he's like, oh, I don't want to say the wrong thing. No, and he even used the words politically incorrect. What? I was like, what? I think he was kind of kidding, but dude, dude, you can't be a little TV. bit more direct on the the yeah, on the baseball you stuff. Can't, you can't be on TV as an analyst and, yeah. and expect to be liked by everybody. He's it's just, just not going to happen. You know, I, it's not you know, going to happen. He he looks the part. I just find him boring with mm. certain things. And it is weird seeing him up there with A-Rod. Like, that is a strange dynamic. I mean, they went from best friends. You guys know the story when they were kids. And so they're going to be in the bigs. They're going to be in the booth together. I mean, the uh, studio together. Yeah. Because he's, he's not be in the, the booth. He is doing studio work yeah. for Fox. So yeah, it's not, a, it's not It's not on game, in-game analyst stuff. It's it's studio work. Yeah. Him, Big Poppy, A-Rod. A-Rod? Is that, is that Burkhardt's seat? Uh, who do they lose from there? I, I know Pedro perfect. does a lot of stuff, too. Um, either way. Yeah, I don't know. Listen, it's always good to get one of our own uh, in a national seat. I, I think that he'll be better personally. This is what Tiki asked me directly. Like, do I think he'll do well? I think he'll be, do better in Fox. Like, I'm not surprised he turned down yes. Mm-hmm. Derek's just, I don't want to say he's bigger than the Yankees. That sounds ridiculous. But I think he views himself as more of a global well, he, entity. Well, he is. And that's what he is doing he, that he, uh, he studio is. job. Look, Derek is a national brand. There's no doubt about it. Like, Derek Jeter in any market, people know who he is. It's not like you're saying, oh, who is that? Mm-hmm. Right? I don't, I don't remember when he played. I mean, and honestly, internationally, you could probably say the same thing. You know, it's still, it's still, it still resonates a little bit across overseas. Not that they're worried about the overseas market for this Fox broadcast, but Derek is one of those names that, that will always have a high Q score. Always. And not that they use that anymore, but always it'll be big. Yes. And you should have known something like this was coming after, what was it, about a year ago? He got on social media for the first time yeah. ever. Yeah. Not that we knew what he was trying to do or thinking about doing, but it makes sense now. Even years with the Tribune before that. Yes. Like there was that. Yes. Yeah. But he wasn't really world. even part of like social media during the Tribune time. No, he wasn't. He definitely was a calculated yep. move to increase his profile. And yep. he's good on Instagram, a lot of stuff with the yep. kids, which is great. Uh, he's you know he's clean. He's pure. He's an amazingly accomplished player. He's smart. He looks the part. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just hope. Uh, well, I know we're going to get Joe B next. I just hope that that A Rod doesn't just incessantly kiss his ass up there. <laughs> it gets so old. I mean, did you, I'm sure many of you guys watched the K Rod cast yeah, with A Rod and Jeter. I mean, come on, dude, stop deferring. He stop, did stop kissing. Too. His, well, a little. Yeah. Stop kissing his behind. Gave him the jersey, the Fox jersey. I know, pinch with the stripes. pinch stripes and the number two. Number two. Number two. I mean, we get it. It's a very complex relationship you guys have had. You big boys. You, you were best friends. Then you hated each other. Then you learned to coexist. Now you're working together. Stop telling us how great Jeter is. Just do the show. Yeah. There you go, T. Kurt Menefee's like, who's, yeah, big buying, house. Who, who's, who's setting up dinner in New York? Neither one of those yeah, guys I mean, what has to worry. Here? Like, come on. And Menefee's like, oh, I hear you're big Eagles fan, Jeets. I know. He's like, no, I'm not. Yeah, it's just weird. It's just odd. <laughs> that was an odd intro. It was. But whatever. Tracy even asked me, like, what the hell was... 
Derek Jeter do it on a Fox pregame Super Bowl broadcast with A-Rod, of all people. World Series over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. It's their 27th World Championship. The most of any team in any sport in the history of professional sports. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, 11.43 back on The Fan on this Super Bowl Monday. It's Tiki. It's here to hear what's going on. Hopefully everybody's doing great. Get back to your calls as we continue to talk to you. 877-337-6666. Carter Roberts coming up at 2. Uh, and as always, uh, at least for the entire football season, we've been joined by our buddy Joe Beningo, the Joe B. Monday calling with us here on Tiki and Tierney, brought to you by Boxwoods Resort Casino, the wonder of it all by Winters Brothers Waste Systems, conveniently rent the dumpster online at wintersbros.com, Long Island's number one choice for waste removal, wintersbros.com, and by Total Orthopedics, the experts are getting you back to being you, and by Webster Bank, the official commercial bank of the New York Jets. What's happening, Joe? How you feeling today, kid? Not too bad. Couple things. First of all, I want to congratulate Tiki's brother, Rondé, for getting in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Uh, no question. One of the great cornerbacks of all time. I think he's the only uh, only guy to have 30 sacks and 30 interceptions in a career. Yep. Part of the all-time, one of the great uh, defenses ever. And now that's that fourth Hall of Famer now from the old 2 Bucks. So, con- <laughs> congratulations to, uh, to Rondé. Yeah, five, it. it's five if you count the 0-1 head coach, Tony Dungy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, I, I'm just talking about the guys on the defense. Yeah, so. yeah, I know what you're talking about. But the, there's right. five guys, essentially, right. from that team, right. that are in the, from that, that group of players that are in the Hall of Fame. Rondé right. was the last one. I'm glad right. he finally made it. Yeah, he well-deserved well awesome. no doubt about it. And isn't it amazing, BT, yeah. that... We had one of the greatest nights in the history of the Jets happens when there's no games involved on Thursday. <laughs> we get we get the offensive and defensive rookie of the year. Yep. We get Revis in the Hall of Fame, and finally Joe Klecko is in. Hallelujah. Yeah. That he's finally in the damn Hall of Fame. You know what's just funny? We can mess around and say, yeah, but of course, that's our timing. That's the Jets' existence. But, man. It's true. I understand that. But that was an Awesome night. I mean, Tremendous. that shows. Tremendous. Yeah, it's, that, it's just nice to be up. It's so rare. I mean, I'm telling you anything you don't know. Mm-hmm. It's right. so rare that that Jets logo was ever affiliated with anything good. Yeah. Yep. It was awesome yep. to see that stuff, Joe. Yeah, no, I was so happy. Klecko, for years I've been, you know, uh, screaming this guy should be in. He's one of the great defensive tackles, defensive linemen of all time. We all know all pro at three positions. Yep. You know, you talk to John Hanna, you talk to Anthony Munoz, you talk to Dwight Stevenson, any of the, you know, all Hall of Fame offensive linemen, and they'll tell you this guy was almost unblockable. So uh, the head of the sack exchange... Tremendous Klecko's in. Revis, one of the great uh, cover corners in, in NFL history. I think the only one probably I would put ahead of him is Dion. Yeah. Uh, you know, just... Uh, at least for uh, the on- short time. Yeah, it was a short time that he was at that on that Dion level. But, yeah, right. he was there for sure. For sure. They Revis Island for a couple of years. One other thing, too. I got one other Jet-related point. Yeah. Um, I got a log. I got a new slogan for next year. Which right? okay. I want to run it by you. Let's okay? go. Not all. Not as long Boy, as Joe nothing coming. To, as long as has nothing to do with gas and brakes or taking receipts. Uh, We're good. No, it has nothing to do with that. It's coming okay. with so, material today. So you I know, like it. So you know that this we we celebrated yesterday. We celebrated our fifty fourth consecutive year without a Super Bowl appearance yep. yesterday. Okay. <laughs> So Happy I anniversary, have, Joe, by the way. Tremendous. Congrats. So I have the new slogan for next year. They should put it really 
What they should do is put it on the media guide. The drive for 55. The drive for 55. <laughs> I feel like there's a trademark there. Yeah, you like that? Hey, Aaron, Aaron, you like that, right? Aaron, 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 it kind of feels like a... drive 55. It kind of feels like there's a negative connotation to it. Like, it almost feels like... Oh, man. Like you're saying, we're going to go 55 years without a Super Bowl. Well, we are. I mean, come on. You know we are. No, don't I mean, even if... Even if Aaron Rodgers comes out of the dark room and he sees the light and it says Jets. <laughs> <laughs> like we're waiting for the smoke from the Vatican. Yeah. By, by, exactly. by the way, before we move That's on exactly from Klecko, right. I talked to Gary Myers last week, uh, right before the whole announcement and everything else, and he was telling me, you know, one of the reasons Klecko got overlooked for so many years is that he, he had to get to the Veterans Committee, and then once he got there, he needed someone to scream for him. And Gary was a big part of that. Right. So you got to thank Gary yep. Myers. Yeah, no, I know. Because Klecko deserved it. He just was never in the conversation, ever, yeah, until someone just screamed as loud as they could. And so uh, Gary Myers did a great job. Joe, done. Joe, before – well, I want some thoughts on the game, obviously, here, Joe. Yes. We'll talk to our great Joe Benigno. But since the threat uh, – the Jets stuff came up early, let me just at least finish with two little things. You mentioned Rodgers. All right, so he's going into darkness. He's going to do some thinking. <laughs> what, what, what do you think? Honestly, I don't know what, what else he's going to be doing. Well, he's yeah. going to be doing – he's going to be doing drugs. He's going to be tripping out watching nothing. That's hey, what he's going to be doing. Whatever. And that's who you want as your quarterback. I'll take hey. him. Just as hey, long as, you know. Hey, I'll, I'll get him the acid. Just come here. <laughs> you, still got, you still got your guy from the 70s, Joe? Yeah, that's a while ago now. For that. Yeah. It's been a long time since I did any of that stuff. <laughs> I got you. Those Great. are the college days. Uh, I hear you. But what is your opinion? You know, you you know what's going on with Carr. And what, who is the Jets quarterback? Let's get your final opinion. <sighs> I still think it's Garoppolo. Mm. I mean, if you ask me when all is said and done, I mean, it's a good thing now that Derek Carr, and good job by him, you know, why should the Raiders get anything for this guy? You you unceremoniously dumped him yep. like you did. Why should we give you anything in a trade back for me? Good job by Derek Carr. I still think it's going to win all is said and done. It's Garoppolo. I'm hoping it's Rodgers. The one guy, I would take Carr. I would take Rodgers. I would take Garoppolo. The one guy that's unacceptable is Ryan Tannehill. Okay, let me stop you. Let me stop you. Unacceptable. Uh, that, uh, I I agree. About 30 minutes ago, the Jets just announced they hired Todd I Downing. Saw that. Okay, yep. so you know, let me just get it out there for those who don't know, and then you react. The former OC uh, for a minute in Tennessee, 28th in points, 30 in yards, did absolutely nothing. Now, he's not the OC here. That's obviously hacking. Right, but right. he's been brought in for the passing game coordinator. For, and, and the passing did nothing last year. So Nothing. Uh, does that? That's a threat to Tannehill, Joe. Mm. That, that can't, you can't give me. You can't sell the, the he, fan base. By the way, he was also in Oakland. Or I think, yeah, Oakland. He was still, they were still in Oakland before they were Vegas. So he was also... With Derek Carr for a short amount of time as well. Yeah, I'd um, take Baker Mayfield before I would take Ryan Tannehill. Not that I really want him. Mm-hmm. And I'll I tell agree. you, I would go trade for Sam Donald before I did that. Joe, <laughs> I think I agree with that. I know that that sounds nuts. I don't want Tannehill. It just no. feels like there's a, there's, a, there's a dead end. There's no upside. Yeah, there's, there's no, no upside there. Yeah. Okay, we're on the no same upside. page. <laughs> Might as well have Mike White be the quarterback. Yeah. No upside at all. Well, I mean, what what, what happens, though, if all of the all of the above falls apart? Joe, like in your in your estimation, let's say wow. let's say that let's say that uh, I don't know Derek Carr goes to uh, New Orleans. The, New Orleans. Say he does this in free agency as a free agent. He goes to New Orleans. Let's say Jimmy Garoppolo goes to Tampa because I hear that they really are hot to trot for him. Oh that, yeah, yeah. Just wow. read, that, read that this morning. I didn't know that. Um, okay. Let's say Favre goes. I mean, not Favre. Uh, Aaron Rodgers goes to Oakland or uh, Las Vegas. Um, I should say. So if you're stuck right now, what do you do? If you're the Jets and all those things are gone, and Ryan Tannehill is actually your best option. 
Well, I mean, and I think if I'm Robert Sala and company, I'm looking for where am I going to be uh, working next year after next year's <laughs> over. I would start with that. Um, but would you draw? I would, would go after think Baker Mayfield. You- I seriously would would go look at Baker Mayfield if that was it. I really would. Yeah. I, I think he look. I I look at Mayfield and I say this. Okay, the guy is going to be on his fourth team. All right. This guy has 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 had some comeuppance here. I mean, you know, he's got a, he's got a chip on his shoulder. I think he's been humbled a lot. And I still think he has some talent. I mean, he did have that one year. He took Cleveland to the playoffs. They beat Pittsburgh. They killed they them. Came... All those touchdowns in the first quarter. I think yeah. 28 points right. in the first quarter. Right. They, they they gave the Chiefs all they wanted in the divisional round in that that uh, that year with, with Mayfield. I would go that route before I'm bringing in Tannehill. That's me. I, I don't disagree. Do you think that – because one of the things that's appealing to me about Rodgers is, number one, Rodgers is Rodgers. Well, he's Rodgers. But you could also keep Wilson in the building and maybe, maybe – you squeeze something out of him in two years rather than just moving on like we always do. If you bring in Baker, if that, I don't think that you can have Baker and, and Zach Wilson. No. Okay. No. No. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't think – look, I think if you bring Derek Carr or Jimmy Garoppolo in, Zach, uh, Zach Wilson is gone. Either he, of those guys, too. I mean, it's really just one Garoppolo's guy. Garoppolo's different. It, I don't know. Uh, Derek, I agree with you on. Go ahead, T. I think Garoppolo <laughs> and Rodgers are the only ones you keep Zach with. Yes, that's what I'm saying. And yeah. Garoppolo, I'm not, I'm not 100. Right, because I keep, of the injury, I keep the injury too. Well, no aspect of it. No, Why? because they're not going to be your future, right? They're not going to be. I see what you mean. You know, like yeah, right, four years right, from okay. now, they're, three years from now, they're not going to be your starting quarterbacks. But if you get Derek Carr, and he's theory, the guy, he could be there for half yep. a decade. So, you know, maybe a decade. He's only 30 years old, 32. right? 32, 32 years old. So probably not a decade, but like seven or seven or eight years. Sure. Whereas you know Aaron Rodgers or even Jimmy Garoppolo, it's like it's likely a shorter term. Yep. for for both of those guys, and so Zach is still salvageable in some capacity. Joe, we'll where's see. this one stack up, Joe? The Super Bowls. I mean, I'm not going to start. You know, well, of course, look, one look, and nine look, and two, but look, how did look, it stack up look, for you? It was a great game, but of course, the officiating had to put a major mm-hmm. dent in it. Of course, that there was no reason. To throw that flag, <clears throat> excuse me, there was no reason to throw that flag at the end of the game. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, that's a, as ticky-tack a call as you could make, and they decided the game. I mean, come on. How do you do that? I, I, could, I, I was pumped up. It was a great game. You know, there's no doubt about it. I was really excited. I'm like, oh, man, let's see. Maybe the Eagles have a chance. Not that I, I didn't care who won. It didn't matter. But for it to end like that with the officials again, uh, you know, Oh man, that was t- how do you how does this official sleep at night that he threw that flag? <laughs> Not really. Well, how, I mean, how does he? he well, it, it, unfortunately, it becomes what we talk about as opposed to how great the game was. Right. Of course. There was so much that happened in this game. Now we could talk about it, but it's not it's hard to get an opinion from anyone else other than yeah, you're right. Like, it, so it, it creates a controversial moment for us to talk about. That you don't need. That you don't need and we shouldn't have because as BT and I were talking about earlier, you could feel what was going to happen after the Eagles got the ball back. And, I mean, who knows? I mean, we don't know what would have happened. But well, we, we don't feel, know. We, we, could have have no fe- we could feel the drama of right. that moment. That's right. And, and all they of a killed sudden, the drama. The drama uh, got destroyed at the end of the game. That's right. The game it, was over. It was a letdown. It was a humongous letdown. Uh, no question. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Uh, but how about this? I was thinking about this, and I always complain about all the – Number one draft choices that the Jets had that wind up winning Super Bowls somewhere yeah. else. <laughs> Last year we see Odell Beckham with the Rams. How about Sidarius? If I'm a Giant fan, yeah, boy, Kedarius. am I disgusted with that! Oh my God, this guy was a 
the guy never played. He always hurt for the Giants. He was a problem. You're never on the field. They trade him to the Chiefs, right? Yeah. And not only does the guy catch a touchdown, he runs that that punt 60-something yards to set up the go-ahead touchdown. But, Joe, oh you can't. God. I'm not even saying that you're doing this. Like, in real-time evaluation, he had to go, man. I yeah. mean, they're trying, yeah, okay, to, they're, okay. they're, trying to get, they're trying to get the culture going out there with the Giants. And this guy, does he want to play? Does he want to be a rapper? Does he want to be half a rapper? Like, nobody knew what he wanted to be and what he wanted to do. Yeah, well, it's amazing. He goes to Andy Reid, and he turns out to be a little uh, mini Ty- Tyreek Hill. You know? <laughs> yeah, really. So we got Joe B here. Good for, good for him, though. Joe, how did you react? Guess. Joe, how did you react when you saw the Mets commercial yesterday? You get excited for your Metsies? I mean, what are we doing? Do we really need to? Be- now that was only in New York, right? Yes. I don't think it was yes. nationally. It was only in New York. I mean, I'm excited for him, but I mean, I you know, look, I mean, they won 101 games last year, and we know how it ended. I mean, you know, you know, they got to win a World Series. It's only been how many years? I'm losing count. 1986. That's 37 years. Wow. What's 37? Nothing. It's Casey Stengel's number. But it's the Jets, 54. What's 37? Oh my God. Are you? uh, I'm not even sure if you saw this, but Mm. uh, Boomer broke the news this morning that Keith is going to be back in the SNY booth. Were Were you getting a little nervous that that he might not be there? No, I wasn't concerned. No, I wasn't. Do you love him in the booth, or do you like I him? I love Keith. He's you love him old, or like him? He's, well, I, I love him. He's one of yeah. my all-time guys. He is. You know, he's one, I mean, there's nothing else you can say. I mean, he's uh, he should be in the Hall of Fame, and we could get into that discussion, too. Well, someday, the Hall of Fame will, the same year, they should both go in together. Keith Hernandez and Don Maddie. Well, they had the opportunity with this veterans, Stop, this please. ninth configuration Stop. of how to get people in. It didn't the, work. The biggest joke of all time is the Hall of Fame in baseball. Don't, don't even, I, you don't even want to get me started on some of this nonsense. It's nonsense. It really is. I, don't, I think football's a mess, too. Yeah. Football's different, though. But, I mean, the guys eventually do get in. You know, you don't have to worry about steroids. I don't have to worry yeah. about this guy gambling on baseball. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't have to worry that the writers didn't like this guy. You know, that's I true. don't have to worry about point. what yeah. this guy's political uh, persuasion is. Yeah. That's yeah. all involved in ma- in the baseball hall of fame. You're fans. right. No, that that's undeniable, man. Uh, Joe, so listen, uh, this is the last one for a while. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, yeah. you you guys, when when the Jets make their move and get the quarterback, yep. you know you got to have me on for that. Oh, <laughs> Joe, first of all, the invitation is is always there. And even though we'll do this a lot more, God willing, I do want to say is it's the, first, it's the last official spot. Uh, this was real cool for both of us. Definitely. Thank you. And, I, well, I and I, you're welcome. I know our audience loved it. You know, you were in the studio yep. for a long time. They miss you. They love you. Uh, you're as big a part of this station as Francesa Thank and Mad you, Dog and anybody Thank else you. that's been here. So hopefully we're doing you a little proud. And, and thanks for coming on every week with us, buddy. And I know, and I know Lepselt is very happy. <laughs> checks, keep, checks keep coming in there, Joe. Uh, although now he's got, like, you know, Burleson. He didn't even need oh us anymore. Anyway. He forgets Please. about us. I, I, I'm, I'm surprised he takes my calls when I call him. Yeah, right. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, that weekly gosh. call became monthly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I so right. wait, wait, wait. By the way, I guarantee yeah. you have a tea time tomorrow. It's going to be fifty-five degrees. I got tea time today, one thirty. <laughs> nice. Where are you playing? Uh, Paramus. Okay. There's not. There's not a lot open. There's not a lot of places. Yeah, is Rivervale open right now? Rivervale no? is not open. Not open. Nope. Rivervale's not open. Blue Hill's not open. I None like of the Blue county Hill. courses are open. Got it. None of them. I like Blue Hill, Joe. No, Blue Hill's great. We got to play. We got to get you out this year. We got to get Tiki out there. Uh, I want to see Tiki hitting at 320 off the tee. No, yeah, no, right. Here's what you'll see if Tiki plays golf. You, you will see a pair of shorts that are two sizes too small. <laughs> this guy wear, wears like I never, spandex I never, when I never he plays wear, golf. I never wear shorts. I wear pants every time I play golf, even if it's 102 degrees. Then Is the pants are the nut huggers. Because uh, I'm always in the woods. <laughs> 
Oh, oh, I see. You want to, you want to avoid the ticks. I want to avoid the scratches, ticks, anything irritant on my legs. Well, you know what Willie Nelson says, Joe. I know you'll like this. Willie Nelson, yeah. in his book a long time ago, wrote, "Hey, listen. When you're playing two, when you're playing golf, there's only two things you have to do. Number one, make sure you look up at the sky because too many of us aren't playing well. We shuffle our feet and we're not enjoying nature. So even if you're playing poorly, <laughs> look up and observe what's around. And number two, every time you go in the woods to retrieve a ball, make sure you light something up." Yeah, no, well, it's, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big proponent of that. <laughs> and I don't sad. necessarily have to be in the woods to be doing it. Uh, so. I, I played with you, Joe. I got you, buddy. <laughs> all right, man. Love you, dude. I'll hey, talk guys, to you all the love. Uh, hey, by the way, quickly, great job by Scotty Scheffler yesterday winning the uh, Phoenix Open. Oh, yeah. That's okay. how I'm going to end the spot here. Scotty Scheffler, Joe. Why not? I'm into the Jeez. golf. What else is there, right? What am I supposed to be getting into right now? Tell me. The Super Bowl? Scotty Scheffler. It's a yeah, weird transition. Hey, good job, Scotty. Awesome. All right, guys. Hey, thank you, you again. Too. All the love. Joe B., the best. Thanks, kid. There he is. That's that's fun. That's fun. Joe's the best. I know it means a lot. That When I found out we are going to have Joe, I'm like, you know, for me, just a moment of 10-second indulgement selfishly, that's really cool for me. I know you'd love it as well. You know Joe as long as I have. But, you know, fall asleep to Joe coming home from Jet Games back in the day and listening to his maniacal rants. And, you know, I, that's, that was a lot of fun. So hopefully you guys enjoyed us bringing Joe back to you. Uh, and we'll do it more, as we said. Get Rodgers, whatever happens with the Jets. We'll get him back up. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 